0: real blessing in my life is to come here to a stress-free environment where I don't have to preach and uh, and I enjoy listening to my friend and classmate Father Walsh and his colleagues uh, proclaim the Word of God and uh, no no bother to me except this morning my beloved classmate assigned me to be here with you to and to preach so here we go I'm a retired individual. I don't have a preaching voice anymore, but I'll, I'll do my bit. I rejoice in being here, uh, partly to hear the Word of God. So well done. And, uh, and also for the liturgy. Uh, so beautifully done here at St. Margaret Mary. I met a lady not too long ago. It was rather wise and knowledgeable, and uh, she was not Catholic, but she had been coming to Catholic Mass, and uh, she said, one of the things that, that appeals to me uh, is the amazingly seamless way that the Church invites us to go through uh, the, the Church year, the year of faith, beginning in the holy season of Advent, She says, for example, when I, when I came to the first Sunday of Advent, Mass, uh, it seemed to me that um, nobody took time to explain what was about to happen because they didn't need to. Uh, And she mentioned about the beauty of the music and how it changed a bit because the new season had come, the new year. The vestments changed color. It was a beautiful candle to be lit, signifying the first Sunday of Advent. And, uh, and the prayers shifted a little bit, but in a quiet sort of a way. Advent is kind of gorgeous and it leads to us through the beginning of the year, but it also leads us to celebrate this great feast today, the Feast of the birth of our Savior, Jesus. And the the word during the the season of Advent tells us to be careful, vigilant, pay attention, listen, listen attentively, because something really important is going to happen. Our Savior will come. And we celebrate the immense mercy and kindness of God, who would send him to us. So here we are. And uh, hopefully feeling blessed to be here together as the church and celebration of the birthday of our Savior. And it is important for us to be vigilant. One of my favorite cartoons is a, a guy called Dagwood. Some of you, I don't even know if he's in the paper these days. I don't get the paper these days. But Dagwood is, uh, is this kind of, Imagine the young man who who's got a very crusty boss and one day he is at his desk but he's sleeping and his his boss comes by and furious as always he says what are you doing sleeping? He says I never saw you coming. There's a uh, priest colleague of ours who died a few years ago his name was Joe Nolan He was a pastor in in the first city of Kissimmee. He was kind of legally blind and that's relevant to what I'm going to tell you. But he uh, was a very effective pastor. He was well loved by his people and he, he ran a very good parish. And on one occasion in the month of December he headed to New York for a wedding. Uh, He he loved doing it. He just felt a little frazzled because so much happens in December and so much happens back home in in his parish. So he did the wedding. He's on his way home. He he gets on the flight to Orlando and he's sitting beside a rather large individual uh, who had a somewhat marked foreign accent, who introduced himself to Father Joe uh, with the name of Lou and he asked uh, Father Joe what do you do well I'm a priest and oh you work in a parish yes I do and Father Joe was happy to tell him all the things that go on in his parish and all the preparations that are happening for Christmas and uh, the big guy said well that's interesting could I come and maybe sing for you at the midnight mass. And uh, Father Joe said, oh dear. And he explained uh, as best he could why that probably wouldn't work. He said, the choir have been practicing now for several weeks. This choir probably practices the entire year. But uh, he said, uh, it just wouldn't be possible. Maybe you could call me when you come back to Orlando. and We could arrange something. And uh, they said goodbye to each other when the plane landed. And the next day, Father Joe was watching the news. And on the news, there appeared this uh, figure of a man who had sat beside him on the plane. And he suddenly realized by the comment that he was, a, he was a magnificent artist, a singer at a concert sponsored in, in a place in Orlando. and. Uh, he was named uh, Luciano Pavarotti. <laughs> and Father Joe uh, realized he had really kind of blundered. I missed my chance, he told us. I'll never live this down. Dear, dear friends, uh, that or something similar to that could happen for us. You know, and something really important is about to happen, or someone really important comes to us. and We are not quite ready to receive or to to recognize. And uh, so we're here. God bless you. And we're here because we recognize and because we we want to celebrate this uh, very beautiful feast of our church and of our faith. We want to to celebrate the love of God, our Father, and the love we have for Jesus, his Son, and all that he means in our life. What he means today is that God is with us. What Jesus means for us is that God is not a kind of a distant figure far away. He is in our midst. Many years ago. Um, when the, the space flights were in full, full uh, force, there were, a very exciting thing happened. There were a number of astronauts who went to the moon in July of 1969. And uh, they described their experience by, by saying, it was truly amazing to be there and to look back. To where we had come from, and to see the planet Earth and how beautiful it looked from from the vantage point of, of being on the moon. And they said something like this: they said, We see the earth as it truly is. It's small, it's beautiful, it's floating, it seems in silence. We see the earth from a distance, and it invites us to to recognize ourselves and all people as fellow travelers, as truly brothers and sisters. Somebody sang a beautiful song, Bette Midler, uh, which used as the backdrop that, that image of the earth, like a blue marble, blue-green planet in the distance, and her song was, From a Distance. And the second part of, of the line, the main line was, God is watching from a distance. We need to, to work hard, it seemed to be saying, uh, to protect our planet, uh, to be recognized that we are in relationship with one another, that God is watching, that God is wanting us to be to be builders of the earth and protectors of the earth. Another message that seemed to come through was that we are able to see the earth, or they were able to see the earth from God's vantage point. And they were able to look down and see that the earth was one, like they had never seen it before, of course, but that it was fragile. And it was clear to them more than they had ever imagined the importance of all of us on this earth working together to protect it, to sustain life that God had created and put onto this planet. And uh, we have a special responsibility. Today, the Church would say the Christmas is more than those two things which are important. Christmas is not God from a distance. Christmas means that God is very near. Christmas means that God in Christ journey to this earth uh, to share life with us, to, to protect us, to give us hope, and to realize that we are not alone. He is, God is involved in our world. I remember one time about seven or eight years ago, I had the privilege of going to New York to celebrate a mass where the main celebrant was Pope Francis. And the mass was in Madison Square Garden and uh, Pope Francis said this is a place where people come to celebrate, to, to be excited, to, to enjoy life and all that, that life and events have to offer. But he said remember this, that God shares the, the moment with us when we do that, but that God is also out there in our streets and uh, he lives in the shadows and he's there with people who whom we don't give much thought to and he is our companion prompting us to 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 work as a united family today is a very beautiful day today is a, a day that strikes a chord in in every christian heart and in the hearts of many many other people who Perhaps don't describe themselves as Christian. Today we are united when we celebrate like this with uh, God's people all over the world in cities and in mountain sides and in desert places and in remote regions, all declaring a conviction that God is with us, that we're not alone, that we have a very important task to perform on this earth. Today, we, we gather to celebrate God among us. There was a guy who went home to his father's funeral. His father had been a factory worker, a simple enough man. And he had worked hard in order to educate his son. Who we went off to some remote city in the north uh, to study. He became a very successful doctor. And uh, he became very distinguished in his field. And he's, he's at his father's funeral. And he said, "I very often, I, I felt kind of removed. And uh, so I'd say to my father on the phone, I'm so sorry that I don't, don't see you as much as I I want to or as I should. And His father simply said, no problem, he said. There's a guy called uh, Alexander Graham Bell who invented the telephone, and he can make it possible for us to be cheek to cheek anytime we want. Well, Christmas is a bit like that. Christmas is not that God is come uh, looking at us from a distance, but he's in our midst and God uh, came and God chose to share our life and sometimes our life is messy and sometimes we are not perfect and uh, and our life leaves a lot to be desired but, but God is with us and God is loving us unconditionally. It's a beautiful Uh, liturgy probably like like the one that was at 4 o'clock or 6 o'clock last evening for Christmas where it was populated by countless numbers of little ones uh, which cannot only be described sometimes as holy pandemonium (laughs) but everybody is there and the parents are there the kids are there celebrating and the young priest who is preaching to them at one point said to one of the kids, can you go to the Christmas tree? Aren't those fabulous trees there in the sanctuary? He said, you'll find a, a beautiful gift box under the tree. And would you bring it to me, which the little boy did. And the little boy gave it to the priest who opened it and took a, a card out of, out of the box. He said, it's for you, he said. And I'd like to read it to you. He said, for Christmas, I give you my only son. His name is Jesus. He will be your savior. He will love you every day of your life. He will give you eternal life. He will care for you always. And the little letter to the kids concluded with, Merry Christmas your Heavenly Father, who loved us enough that He would send His Son to share our journey, to be with us, and to give us the promise of life that is eternal.